Hi, everybody, and welcome to episode three of Property Mastermind Podcast with Hillary. Today, I'm going to be talking about time being the problem that people have, why they're not progressing and not achieving what it is they want, which alludes to lacking in confidence a lot of the time. I'm going to go through the five things that you could do to find more time in your life and achieve what it is that you really want to on your property journey. Let's jump in. So as I said in the intro, covering the issue of time and time for some people is the reason they're not progressing. So let's take a really big look at time and I'm going to give you five things that was going to help you with time. So we're going to go through five steps that you can implement really easily. You might already have nailed some, but if you tweak them all, this will ensure that time doesn't stop you moving forward and and achieving what it is that you want. So we just finished the two weekend workshops to three days, so three days in Sydney, which was awesome, met some fantastic people, big shout out to the Sydney people at our workshop, it was so much fun. And then we had the three day in Brisbane, which as well was awesome. Just we get to meet just an amazing crew of people who they're like minded, they're on a journey, they're investing in themselves and they want to go places. So I just find it so rewarding that we get to work with those people. What I did do at the Sydney workshop was ask everybody to write down one thing that they find is holding them back, is stopping them from achieving what it is that they that they really would like to achieve. And I had a great collection. I just said one word, you know, a sentence, whatever you like. I had a great selection of things come back to me, but one that came back was time. And I do know this to be an issue because I do work one-on-one, you know, as a property coach. So I am often helping people manage their time, come up with solutions for finding extra time when they're using the time excuse. It's a reason, it's an excuse. But if you prioritize that you want to succeed as a property developer, remember, it doesn't matter how big a developer you are or how you want to do this. If you prioritize it, you can make it happen. But when we use excuses, whether it's time, whether it's I've got no money, whether it's I can't find a joint venture partner, I can't find a piece of land, you know, I'm too scared, I'm nervous, I'm lacking confidence, all of these things I hear on a very regular basis. So I work with people to, you know, boost past those. But I did allude to something in that little string of words there, and I said confidence. And often if we're lacking confidence, we put little excuses in there. So whether time is truly a problem, you haven't prioritized what you want to achieve enough, or you're just lacking confidence. So you are finding that you're too busy. So you're using time as an excuse. And you know, we all do it. I did it, as I alluded to in episode one, I did it, you know, it's launching this podcast. I was too busy. We're all too busy. So, (laughs) but really, I was just lacking confidence to get out there and be on camera and, you know, and speak aloud. So when it comes to property development, and I'm not doing it with property development, by the way, like, as you know, I'm, I'm in four deals right now. And it's so exciting for me. And it's so exciting for everybody in property at the moment, you know, June 2021. You know, we are experiencing something pretty incredible right now when it comes to property development. And I love working with people who are just signing up deals. People are saying to me, it's hard to find property. Well, in the last week, I've had three clients sign property. So it's not that, well, it is, it can be challenging, but it's being done, which is really exciting. All righty. 
So let's look at time. Are you using time as an excuse for why you're not achieving what you want to achieve in property development? And remember when I talk about property development, I use those four levels. You either haven't started at all and, and you'd like to, and you have no idea how to do this property development thing. I want to get in on that. I know it's the pinnacle of all property strategies. So how do I get to do it? That's number one. The second level is You've jumped into renovating, you've jumped into investing, you're liking it, but you realize it's just a little bit of a slower journey. You'd like to you know, move on a little bit faster and you know that people around you or you just know that property development is the vehicle that can do that for you. And the third one is, you know, you may already have done a property development and or even two and you're struggling to kick off again. You may have lost your confidence or, you know, you're just a little bit nervous around it. So yeah, that's the kind of level three person. And then the last person in the property development journey is the property developer who's doing really well, but they want to pay a bigger game. They want to do bigger deals, maybe create bigger, bigger things, bigger properties, go from like a, a subdivision or I mean, you know, a two lot subby or, or a duplex or a splitter or, or something like that to the next level. They want to maybe do apartments. They want to maybe do bigger subdivisions or whatever, How, whatever a bigger game is to you. Sometimes we get stuck in our comfort zone and it's just that lack of confidence with somebody saying, yes, you can do this. Or So wherever you are on your journey, whichever one of those, if you're using time as a reason as to why you are not moving forward, well, let's go through these five things and I hope that I give you something really useful that you can implement into your life and start powering through, lift your game and achieve what it is that you really want in property development. So the first one, you know, when we're looking at time, well, let's start with, hang on a minute, we all get 168 hours a week and it's about how effectively we use them. You know, are we effective with the time that we have available to us or do we waste time? So that's something you need to be really honest with yourself about and have a look at, you know, stand back over sort of the, the helicopter view of your day. And where are there times that you are wasting time? So that's one thing is be really honest with yourself. And, you know, this is your journey. You don't need to lie to anyone. You know, this is you. So think about how you could most effectively helicopter it. Are you wasting any time? Back to the strategies I want to talk about with your 168 hours. Do you write a list? It's really important that you do write a list, but a sensible list, not a list that you just screed hundreds of things down to make it look like you get to tick a lot of things off. Now, that's just a little bit silly. And in the past, I used to be one of those people who wrote something on just so I could cross it off. Those days are over. My list is really sensible these days. I write my appointments because I work as a coach. If I've got clients, say like, you know, I might have 11 o'clock Brian, I might have one o'clock Connie, I might have two o'clock Kaz, whoever. I might have a list of people I'm talking to that day. Then I write down the three things that I must do that day. What is an absolute not negotiable? What has to happen? By just pulling that to three things, you make it more achievable. And remember, they don't have to be big, but they have to be giving you the result that you really want. So the Pareto principle states that 80% of your results come from 20% of what you do. What that really means is there's 80% of what you do doesn't actually give you any great result. So be realistic. What three things could you achieve each day that would really help you progress in your journey and write them down? I tend to write on the left-hand side of the page, my three things. On the right-hand side of the page, 
I just get the stuff out of my head that really needs to come out of my head. Because we have, you know, little reminders, you know, like, you know, the dog needs a haircut and, and just the little things that must be done, you know, a manicure, whatever, personal things or even work things that aren't, they don't have to happen that day, but they need to be out of your head. Really important to get as much out of our head as we can, because if we have stuff floating around in there, it makes us less effective. So get it out of your head onto the paper, but onto the other side of the page, and it doesn't have to be done today. But of those three things that you must do, they're not negotiable. They have to happen that day. By doing that regularly and on a daily basis, you will progress forward like you wouldn't believe. Now, of course, this doesn't only apply to property development. This applies to every area of your life. But right now, what I'm alluding to is our goal is to get your property developing. So it's the three things that will take you on that journey. So remember, they could be small. It might be make a phone call. It might be, you know, research an area, research a patch. It might be talk to your builder. It might be researching. So it doesn't matter what it is. Three things, achieve them. And that will really help you with time. So that's the way I do it. You know, alongside Bob, I was listening to him on a podcast once he was being interviewed and they said to him, do you write a list, Bob? And he said, yeah, yeah, I write a list every day. He got off that podcast and I said to him, you lied. That's not true. I've never seen you write a list. He took me into the office and he said, what's this? So what all he does is just on the left-hand side of his laptop, he just has a piece of paper. It's just a, like a notepad and he writes about five things. That's it. He doesn't overdo his list, but he does it at night time. And there is research behind doing it at night time. It takes it out of your head. It can help you sleep better. So if you're one of those people that wake up in the night stressing about, you know, things that have to be done, often writing at night can help that. Hand on heart, I don't do that. I, mine's, I, mine's first thing in the morning. But you need to find what works for you. But definitely writing a list, definitely writing a small list, a priority list. And then it's okay to write the little things that are taking up brain space. That will help you be more effective and be better, you know, a better thinker. So that's number one, list writing. And write your list every day. Number two, reassigning. What could you really reassign? What could you outsource? What do you not need to be doing? Let's be realistic about this. If you're a micromanager or you love to oversee things, you will find that you are wasting time by micromanaging other people. Get rid of stuff. Get it out. You won't progress on your property journey if you are doing things that are unnecessary. So what's not necessary in your world? What could go? For me, and I'm a very house proud person, but I outsourced the cleaning. It wasn't time effective for me. You know, it was a waste of a waste of my valuable time. I'm way better off helping other people improve their lives, helping other people on their journey than I am cleaning. So I've outsourced cleaning. Recently, I worked with a gorgeous couple in New South Wales. They signed up to our mentoring program last uh, about November and they both work full time. They have pretty heavy jobs and they were struggling to find time. So I made a suggestion as a, so they also have a, a young child and I made a suggestion to them because they, they couldn't find the time to do research, to, you know, go, carry on going over the course material, to even go out and be in their patch and see what was going on, talk to agents, all those things that must be done to find your first property. And I said to them, well, hey, would you consider having somebody look after your daughter on a Saturday morning for a few hours? 
they have no family around them. It was a big statement, a big call for me to make to them. And, and I know it's personal. But remember, the reason they are on this property journey is so they are no longer in their nine to five job. So they have more time to spend with their family and you know enjoy life more. They wanted to get out of the nine to five or probably in their case, eight to six rat race and, and have that time flexibility. So for some people, by outsourcing the, the childcare on a Saturday morning for a few hours, even though it might hurt initially, let's go big picture. Their big picture was to be able to have that time available to spend, you know, with family. They did it. They got a, a nanny to come in and they only needed to do it twice. Within about a month, they had a property. We've been going through their plans and they've been submitted already within a few months. So by them just deciding to do it, you know, we are going to do this, we're going to outsource the child care or reassign it the Saturday morning. And that would have hurt. You know, these guys work full time as parents. They've just got one child. And we all know that there is a level of guilt sometimes that comes with dropping your child at daycare first thing in the morning, working all day, picking up. You know, some of us are on that super parent treadmill and it's not always easy, but those guys did it. They reassigned it and it worked for them. So what could you reassign? Even in your, that's, you know, two personal things. One was cleaning and one was childcare, but what else could you reassign? So what's in your day that doesn't need to be there? Even looking at your office desk or in your work environment, what could go? What could you reassign that you don't need to be doing? Is it mowing the lawns? Is there, do you need to have an admin person? I mean, we recently this year, last year actually, employed Georgia to work with us. So we've got her taking off a lot of the stuff that we didn't need to be doing, probably looking at hiring somebody else soon. There are just some things that we're better off doing and some things that we're not, we shouldn't be doing. So that's number two. So we've had, you know, write a good list. We've had reassign something. What about remove? What are things that you could remove out of your life that don't need to be in there that take up time? Often these are people, not always, but very often they are. So are there people in your world that don't really support you, that don't serve you, that probably detract from you progressing and achieving in your property journey? Is there anybody in your world that shouldn't be there? I've had to do this a couple of times in life. It's not always easy and sometimes it's not fun, but you can look at it like this. Perhaps you need to remove somebody out of your life and it could just be for a while. It might not necessarily be forever. You might just need to remove them because they take up too much of your time and it's stopping you from achieving what it is you really want to achieve. So removing people from your life that are holding up your journey is something you might need to take a look at. It can be family. It can be, it could be anybody, but stand back and think, what could I remove right now just for a while? And maybe if it's a friend that you don't want to remove forever, you could just say, hey, I just need a few months to do such and such to get on my property journey. I'm not going to be able to catch up with you, you know, three times a week or whatever it is, or each Saturday morning or whatever that you do with them. Maybe that just needs to change. So have a look at the people in your world that maybe you need to remove full stop forever or just for some time and you might need to tell them or however you do that you know that's that's another whole podcast but however you do that you might be able to find some valuable time that will speed up your journey and remember every time you've allowed you've given yourself more time and you've taken those steps and you start progressing your confidence goes out the door every little step that you take it builds that confidence muscle and remember property is a confidence game so all of these things will help you all right the next one what about saying no when have you last said no do you say no 
No is an okay word. When you say no to somebody else, you're saying yes to you. So think about it. What could you be saying no to? When do you say yes and you regret it? If the person you say no to won't accept it, then they're demanding something of you and demands are not okay. So no is an okay word. What could you say no to more often? The thing with saying no is it's a habit. We are in the habit of often just saying yes because we like to be liked. And you know I'm a personality profiler. So if you're a high I on the DISC profile, which is what I call the clown, the person who loves to have fun, the person who needs to be liked, they really struggle with saying no because they don't want people not to like them. So if you're somebody who really likes people to like you, and struggle at saying no to people, just think you have to start saying yes to you. So you have to say no to other people. If they can't accept, I mean, they're not toddlers. What are they going to do? Jump on the ground and throw a big tanty? So practice saying no as no is an okay word. I know it can be difficult. Give it a go. Start saying it when somebody asks you a basic question. Would you like a tea or coffee? No, thanks. Like just start practicing saying no. So the last thing on our time sort of savers is the derailers. There are two types of derailers. There is an internal derailer and an external derailer. So the internal derailers are things that most of us can relate to. They're like television. They're like your iPhone or your phone. The things that you waste time on. Like where are you wasting it? That You might have noticed those at the beginning when you did that helicopter view of, oh, look at my day. That's where I waste time. So internal derailers are things that you allow or you do personally that are a real time waster. Often they are on your phone or it's television and I'm going to blame Netflix, but it's not just Netflix, there's Stan and there's Amazon Prime or whatever it is. There are so many other television wasters and I'm not saying we shouldn't watch television, but if you want to progress your property journey, if you want to be successful in property development, if you are using time as an excuse, then perhaps it is time for you to look at how you are dealing with television, the time waster. What we did a year and a half ago, we really needed to nail a project. Bob and I were under the pump, and so we just decided to turn our television around. We turned it around for a week just to get ahead of something. It was fantastic. It was like just turning it around. We didn't turn it on. We found that at the end of the day, we spoke to each other a little bit more, but we got done what we needed to get done. I'd really suggest that one with if you struggle with not using the television. The other one is putting the remote in a drawer instead of leaving it on the coffee table because often we walk inside, take a seat, and we think, oh, there's a remote. We flick the telly on. And it's just a habit. And habits is something I'll cover in a later podcast because I love habits and fixing them. This is great research around habits. But when it comes to having something easy, like your remote in front of you, by adding that extra step and putting it in a drawer, as you are walking to that drawer, there is the opportunity for you, your brain to go, hang on a minute, it's there for a reason. And it gives you the opportunity to think, no, that's right. I want to progress my property journey. I want to elevate my game. I want to achieve much more and the television is stealing time from me right now. So I will not do that. So put it somewhere else, wherever it could be. Maybe put it in the drawer in your bedroom, maybe put it under your bed, wherever. Put the remote control somewhere else so you are less likely to just flick the tally on. It'll be that perfect reminder for, hey, that's right. I'm not going to waste time there anymore. When it comes to your phone, I have listened to James Clear talk about how he doesn't have his phone around him during the day for distractions. He leaves it, I think he said downstairs. So maybe if your phone is a distraction, putting that in another room, putting it on silent, 
I know just this week I've had somebody working beside me who has notifications turned on on their phone and I find them so distracting because the laptop here, we were sitting next to each other just finishing off something and they often get notifications. It's so distracting for your brain. It actually stops you and then you've got to restart something in your head. So by having your phone even upside down, turned on silent, maybe make a pact with yourself to check it every hour or however it needs to work in your world. You know, that's your buzz you have to know how that works for you. I'm pretty available to clients and they know that they can contact me via text if it's urgent. So I'm fine with that. But if I'm doing something that I'm chunking, that's another thing I do is chunk time, then my phone will be off and away and I won't be using it because I dedicate 25 minutes at a time to my time chunks. So that's sort of a I could add that one in and make it a six now, leave that one for another day. So yes, by the internal derailers, which are the choices you're making, just be aware of them. So I allow myself a little bit of time at the end of each day, when my day's over, just to scroll through TikTok, have my usual giggle that I like to have. And that's pretty much it. I, I don't sort of let that take over my day or in every break do it. So I've kind of managed that one for myself. But the other derailer, remember I said there was two derailers. So the second derailer is an external derailer. They are other people. Say you're in an office situation and somebody just comes in and just takes your time, just starts talking to you or even you're you know, at home doing something. So somebody just comes in and takes your time without asking. They don't realize that your journey, what you've decided to do, but we have so many external derailers. So those people, they need to be managed and they need to be managed by you. So that's when you have the opportunity to say, hey, I'm actually busy right now, but I'm free and and let them know when you do have available time. Because the other thing that is happening when, when people accept that it's okay to come in and interrupt you, if you're in a thinking mode, if you're doing something that's requiring some some real brain work, it stops that and you have to restart it. It actually takes you back in time as well as taking up time. So there is a double whammy there. So really ask those people who think it's okay to pop in not to do it. Now, if you're a high C on the disc profile, the person I call the conductor, you already manage that pretty well. You're one of the people who don't like people calling you out of the blue. It's even if they're a friend, do you mind if I call you now? Are you available? You don't like people just visiting you because it works for them. You like to have things scheduled in, even your casual life. So a high C, the person, the conductor style person, the analytical person who likes precision, who likes everything to, to be done correctly, who follows the rules, they will follow that rule extremely well and you will have that nailed. But for the rest of us, and unfortunately I'm not one of them, uh, we struggle with that one. So take a look at how you're going with the external derailers and learn to manage them. And you just have to be straight up with people And hey, I don't mean to be rude, but I'm really in the middle of something. Can I talk to you at this time or however it is that you find it easy to say it? So there we have it. There are five ways that you can come up with more time. They are to write a list and do that well. Write what must be done, three things on the other side of the page or on a separate list, however works for you. Write the stuff you need to get out of your head. Number two, reassign what you don't need to be doing. Outsource stuff that somebody else could do for you so you find extra time. The next one is remove people from your world that are detracting time that you don't need, that don't support you, that aren't 
good for you to be around, get rid of them. The next one is say no. Say no to things that you need to say no to and start saying yes to yourself. And lastly, the derailers, both the internal derailer, the ones that you are choosing to waste your time on, television, Netflix, whatever that is for you. And lastly, the external derailers, the people that just come in and take your time without you asking. There are five fantastic ways where you could find extra time. Then go back to your list, start working through it by achieving three things each day. You will be surprised at those little bits of traction that you start gaining will make you feel like you're achieving and you will be achieving. And then from there, you are going to feel so much more confident. And what do we say? Property development is a confidence game. So I really hope that you found this episode useful and I really, I trust that you implement some of those. You might have already known and be working with some, but there might be some there that are a reminder, just a wee reminder of what you could be doing better and what you need to get done. So I'm really hoping that you find this episode useful, solo episode. You'll be looking forward to episode four, where I interview Jane Langhoff, who's a feng shui master, such an interesting lady, such an interesting thing I didn't know all that much about. So that was really cool. Look out for that next week. Remember to like, to follow, to share this podcast if you're enjoying listening to us. And we've got some pretty cool stuff coming up. Also, I'll be giving away a free coaching session each week to people who write a great comment or you're welcome to email me at hillary at propertymastermind.com.au. Each week, some lucky person's going to win a free property coaching session, whether that's a, a strategy session or a mindset session to help you past a block that you might have. It's going to be what you want. So I look forward to starting that in the next week or two because we've finally launched. These these emails will be coming in and I'll just be looking forward to working with one person each week. Remember to like and share and I will catch you next week for episode four. See ya.